Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Today we are in New Haven, Connecticut, and we are here speaking with Miss Stina and Luke Hanscom, and we are in Lada Studio. So first of all, you guys know that we're on a 50-state tour. This is our 50th state. We just rolled into town, so we are super excited to see the two of you. Can you tell us what your passion is? Miss Stina, let's start with you. Yeah, absolutely. So my passion is bringing people together to um, create and explore art, uh, environment, community, and uh, have a safe place to do that in. Okay, and Luke, what about you? Yeah, I really love watching the community come together through art and in how many different ways it can pull a community together and create uh, a new awareness for what they're doing and where they can go. First of all, let's talk about how the two of you met. Mistina, I know you have a very clear picture. I'm not sure Luke's picture may be as clear. So tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So we met in college out in Santa Barbara, um, and we had been introduced through some mutual friends. But it wasn't until uh, we accidentally had a class together that um, we kind of started our friendship. We had a journalistic class. Uh, I was a journalist student, and he was a still life photographer student, and we ended up in this digital class together, which Normally, those students are kept separate just for teaching reasons, right? Um, and at our first critique, Luke's imagery came up on the screen and the entire class went silent. And we all kind of turned around to figure out who owned this piece that we were all in awe of and turned around and saw Luke in the back of the classroom kind of just hiding. <laughs> and yeah, and I think I was... I was inspired by a lot of the, the imagery that you were you were putting together and I would say the, the vision that you were seeing and um, where you were wanting to take images. So Yeah. That is so beautiful. I love that. I mean even back then before you were a couple, you were seeing that in each other. That's really sweet. And Absolutely. I, I think that's what started the the collaboration mm. of the visions and um, uh, a technical side that had similar thoughts, but when the two came together, that, that really kind of... Right, it stood, it stood out. And that's yeah. what you two do now. Explain to everybody exactly how you work together now, because yeah. Luke was just leading into that. Like, what does your work, what shape does it take, and how is it created? <laughs> um, so my obsession with uh, production and large-scale uh, photo shoots um, is pretty high, so we had the opportunity to do a lot of that through our internship out in Hollywood and Los Angeles and in school in Santa Barbara. And I wanted to bring that high production value to something that's more accessible to the everyday um, kind of family. So when we moved to Connecticut, um, I had a hard time finding a niche that was 
open to a higher production value that wasn't necessarily in commercial work. Um, so we kind of spent a few years just plain basic photographer and uh, I started having this idea that I wanted to do more of a theatrical kind of setting to family portraiture. So we'll go in and stage environments and give uh, people kind of roles to play as the wife or the husband or the children or even the family pets are in there. So we pull together uh, lighting and scenarios and come in with a very conceptualized idea of what uh, a family portrait could look like for them. It's so interesting, you know, the, because I was looking at your work and it's so interesting how you're doing kind of these panoramic yes. portraits of these families mm -hmm. that really capture the, I, I felt like to me, I don't know the people obviously, but mm -hmm. it seems like it's really indicative of their personalities. Yes. You know, like the 13 year old standing on, mm -hmm. on a table, that's how old yes. he looks. And, and a girl kind of in the room distant but just like right. jumping up and down being a little silly right. and it seems like in Mustina I don't know you that well but just even looking at your style and your <laughs> space and your work I just feel like you have this kind of funky spunky like playful you. Yeah. you know and it comes out and you're bringing it out in the families or I think it allows you to bring out their true personality right. so I mean on that note there's there's definitely a difference in between creating and capturing um, so Photography in that field is you've got different spectrums of photographers. You've got people who are out in the world documenting and then you've got people who are creating scenarios for, with a very specific intent on what the outcome should look like. Which the outcome right. though there is so challenging because it's got to be authentic yes. to those people. Yes, exactly. So, so super cool. Our portraits um, consist of many, many different images in there and that's where I rely heavily on Luke is that I'll come together with sometimes 35 images and say, okay, here's the layout of this family portrait. How do we make it look real so that nobody can tell that it's all stitched together and photoshopped in? That's amazing. So everybody's and photographed separately. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And Luke, like, I can only imagine technically the skill that it takes to do that and also like still life is your thing. And mm -hmm. within the family portraits, do you, does your eye for this for still life play a part in that? Um, I feel like it does. I feel like the, uh, the compositions and the attention to how the elements kind of realistically come together um, plays a big part. So whether when you take you know, so many images and you're putting them together and the perspectives are shifting, then how do you recreate it or maneuver different pieces so mm -hmm. that when you look at it, you're, you're seeing one image that is seamless. Yes. It's really mind-blowing. Like it's when you think of perspectives and what you guys are actually yes. creating, it's mind-blowing. And mm -hmm. I did not understand that all of that went into these pictures. Like to me, it just yes. looked like the little girl was standing in a room that was on the other side of the wall that was open. It just looked yeah, there's Honest. many different there's many different layers, and uh, the families are in their homes. They are being photographed mm -hmm. in their homes. But when you think about uh, something as simple as the grain in the wood, when you're panning your camera over, all of a sudden, all of the grain in the wood is is parallel, whereas when you started, it was all running together. Yeah. And so taking into consideration all of the um, hmm, the shifts and the views of everything, including lighting. You know, the thing is, so many people have these interests and passions and they want to, to do and make what you guys 
have created for yourself, which is just a unique space to, whether it's art or whatever their passion is, mm -hmm. but to be able to work it and do it, you know? But they, they struggle acting, and that's why I love speaking to people like you, because you can say, this is what our passion is, and this is how, you know, we're doing it together, we're doing it as a team, mm -hmm. um, and this is how we've created our lives and our space here to, to do that. And not mm -hmm. only that, you're also bringing in a space for other artists yes. to get their work mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody how this space is used for that. Um, so Lada Studio was kind of the umbrella for our um, photographic collaborations. Like it was our kind commercial of commercial photography. photography. Yeah. Um, and we need, we need a studio space sometimes, but not very often. And the price of studio space is not often cheap. Um, so we needed to establish a shooting space for us, but it kind of grew from there. So we wanted to have a studio on this side of town that was able to kind of house people on a different level than, than us. You know, we could kind of guide them in their, you know, their usage of the equipment and kind of give them access to things that they may not be able to have um, access to as, as artists. Which is amazing. You're mentoring them and you're yes. teaching them and they have the space and the equipment to use to, to grow on their, yeah. in their own art. So um, I, I guess basically our target coworker for this is somebody who is out of college, who's had access to all the technology and the equipment, but isn't ready to have their own stuff yet. Or and I bet you learn so much from them too, right? Absolutely. Like just, well, yeah. when you collaborate in general? Yeah. So that's yeah. cool. So we get people in here who just maybe need the studio space for shooting product or doing a portrait of somebody um, and this space kind of allows a little bit of flexibility for that. Mm -hmm. Did you have any hesitations or challenges deciding to open your own space like this? Because that's one of the biggest things that hold people back <laughs> from acting, right? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, there was, <laughs> there was several years of planning and talking about mm -hmm. so many different ways to go about it and the ideas. And I think eventually you just kind of get to that point where you've, you've, drawn up so many different plans and you've thought about it so much but <laughs> there's just one thing left to do and you just have to like just jump off and either do it or not mm -hmm. and I think that's there's there's a, a deciding moment and you just have to push exactly. forward. Exactly. We surrounded ourselves with a, a lot of very talented people who had already um, either owned property here in the village they'd worked as um, what well, I mean what would Chris's title be translator in between merchants and city officials. Um, so we were yeah. able to get our hands on some grant money to help restore this historic building. Mm -hmm. um, we had the ability to talk to people on the accountant side, on the you know co-working side, just tapped into a lot of talented people already in the city doing things not like this, but similar avenues. Um, so it wasn't just something that we sat around and debated for a couple of years. We talked with many different professionals uh, in the city. Well, it sounds like you're making a positive impact on the city yes. at the same time. Yes, and that um, put some pressure on us. <laughs> when you take on a project that is bigger than you yourself and uh, you've got this entire community praising you for it and then holding you to high standards to keep it up. How's that feel? 
uh, awesome That's and cool. scary. <laughs> and you're doing yeah. it. And we're doing it. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think you've learned about yourself? Let's start with you first, Miss Dina. Um, we're really durable. We are really durable and we yeah. can bounce back. <laughs> I mean, the financial end of this project was very intense. Um, when you're talking about re um, restoring a historic building and just not having the years of building up that kind of capital to just say, okay, hey, I've got this amount of money. This is what I can put into a building project. Um, I mean, our project is very sp specifically designed to bring the community in. Um, this space is flexible for events, and tonight we've got an artist open mic, so we've got poets coming in and writers and musicians who all get up and become vulnerable to, mm -hmm. to their peers um, in a safe environment. And we kind of shared that idea with everybody in this village that this is what we want to do and we're going to need to tap into your support at some point. You guys are married. Yes. You work together. You have two children together. You, and not just work together, you create together, you collaborate yes. together. You know, yeah. you put your work out there into the world together. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot to face together. That's a lot to accomplish. Yes. It is. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. So what would you say your favorite memory from this time in your life would be? Oh. Um, I mean, the so many days in a row of just doing cosmetic work to this place or yeah. I mean hours and hours spent in here and just we're exhausted we're hungry because we're not buying full groceries at this point we're spending money on paint and screws and <laughs> polyurethane for the floors yeah. um, and then I mean I love you know you've just the other day we had um, there was some of the tenants that are upstairs that have private artist studios and they had this little kind of um, kickoff party to you know opening their studio to the public and it was nice after spending a solid six months up there working and just being up there all the time constantly and then now that it's up and running we haven't been up there in a couple months and then to go up into this space that started as like just this dingy little office and now is has artists and they're throwing mm -hmm. parties and they have their artwork up and to see it come to life and be inspiring for other people was was really nice. Yes. That's got to be beautiful. How many studios, artist studios are up there? There's 13. Wow. There's 13, and it ranges. Um, we've got architect, product design, mechanical engineer, puppeteer, painter, sculptor, social activist, um, a very wide range of people who just need to be in, in a supportive environment where they can tap into other people's knowledge and have a space to, to do what they do. That is amazing. <laughs> what, what advice can you give people about pursuing a passion of their own? <laughs> don't give says, up yeah. <laughs> don't Just, give up yeah. even, even if it takes years of planning and logistics and just keep at it yeah. 
Perseverance. Perseverance. And that's... And stick to what you know. I mean, if you, mm-hmm. if you know this is what you want to do, then no matter what other people have said, like it's too hard or it's going to take too much money or, you know, it's... If you have a passion for it and it's what you want to do, keep at it. And, and find a way. You'll find, you'll find that spot. Yeah. How has all of this enriched your lives? There's, there's n- no separation in what we do in our personal lives versus what we do for our work. Like we're together all of the time and this is our marriage. Like our work is also our personal life and the studio is also, you know, it's, it's served as our house at some point. You know, we've all slept here occasionally. Um, I don't know. It's exciting. It adds a lot of excitement. There's never a dull moment, and we're not ever not thinking of what's going to happen next. We're always thinking, of like, okay, this is happening, this is booked, this is going to go on. I want to build this, and I want to put this out in the public, and I want these people to meet so that they can collaborate on this project. And we've been able to bring um, some awesome public art to the village through you know, this umbrella of safety. I don't know if safety is really the right word, but support. Yeah, support is definitely the right word. Yeah. How can people reach out to you? Um, we're all over Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah lotofstudio.com. You'll see our work. You'll see a little bit of um, the space. Yeah. Where do you see you guys in five years from now? Right here. Right here. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is a solid ten-year plan. <laughs> I love it. We'll yeah. come back. We'll come back. Yeah. And hope this couch is still here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, there's there's always the idea of okay, what's what's next? I mean, now that this is this project is not ever going to be finished. This is a studio space. It's ever growing. It's ever changing. It's just not as needy as it was a few months ago. Um, so the idea to you know take on something else like this is always there. Uh, just growth and continual evolution is yeah. exciting to us. That's awesome. Thank you so much for yeah. speaking yeah. with us today. Of Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision explore and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful. You can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Oh.